It's Friday. Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready for the weekend. Oh gosh, me I, too. <laughs> I have been just working so hard on so many different things. I feel like I've gotten nothing accomplished. But when I realized that, hey, you know, 20% of like 20 things <laughs> is actually quite a bit. <laughs> so. I can understand that. That's what I do with the garden. I mm-hmm. never like get through entirely one singular task. I get a bunch of tasks halfway done and mm-hmm. then it's like man i didn't do anything <laughs> oh yeah i but forgot to tell you there were squirrels fighting over your plants in, in the solo cups um when i we had uh, our friend come over to give us a quote on all the cement okay and went to the backyard and had to chase these squirrels because they were literally fighting they weren't fighting over the contents of your solo cups the plants they were just fighting there and it was like, no, this, this, don't, no, because like this stuff goes in the ground. This stuff makes food. Go away from my food. Get away from me. So I was like, literally just like, no, this is not going to work. And then I saw all the spinach. That's all spinach in the middle bed, right? In, in the center uh, of that bed that's out there? Uh, the, the, the middle bed and the second garden. Yeah. Okay. From the right, all, all the whole right side of that bed is just spinach. Okay. The left side has two Brussels sprout plants and then celery. And the celery is doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, celery just takes forever. It's kind of interesting that it's like, it's like one of those half and half. I don't know if celery is worth it because it takes up a lot of space, but it takes four months to mm-hmm. have a harvest and it's one harvest and you're done. Like you can take the outer stalks, but it's not like it grows a bunch more in the middle constantly it's just it's it's kind of frustrating (laughs) but on the flip side this is the first time that i'm successfully growing celery from seed i didn't buy any celery plants this time so i'm kind of excited yeah no no i was looking at them and i was like okay good they they smell like they smell like actual celery Mm -hmm. like i i forget that celery doesn't have you know in the store it's like hmm wow celery is just not great it's very watered down yeah and no i had it i was like okay this is actually pretty good so i was pretty excited about that and and uh that was that was a good thing but yeah he was sitting there and he so he quoted out for all the cement so like ripping up all of our sidewalks ripping up those horrible stairs um that you know whatever i can't remember his name and i don't care to um, put in there and ripping out uh, the drive on both sides, redoing them and putting the the step for the walkway, twenty five grand. That's actually a really good price. Okay, I was just saying, I, I don't know how. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like fifty, sixty grand, and huh. so he's actually he's like, no, twenty five thousand. He's like, yeah, and I'll I'll get that all done, and turning the stairs up front, the stairs he's gonna he'll arch those. So that the stairs will have, you know, a crescent uh, out front. He'll rip down the walls, the uh, side walls, and then it'll all just go out to meet the sidewalks, which will be widened out to be two person wide. Because as it sits right now, they're just, you know, the sidewalks going from either driveways, one person wide. So he would he widen those up for us, too. Huh. So I was like, OK. So could he put in the retaining wall? <laughs> he can. We just have to get the permits and all the, the stupid stuff for it. So everything he's doing right now is just because it doesn't have permits, because Believe it or not, if there were permit, if we had to do permits on all this stuff, the price would be exhaustively more. Mm. So yeah, he can probably do the retaining walls, but you know, first I got to get twenty five grand to do the first part. So we're not exactly you know flush with cash. So <laughs> well, yeah, but he can. That's for all of it. Like mm-hmm. he, he can do it like one project at a time, like we were going to with the other person, yeah. and just you know go from there right yeah well and that's and that's what i'm going to talk to him about to say hey look because i'm gonna have to do all this in phases but we need to get enough ahead i would rather just get enough ahead to just say here it is go 
go to work. But um, he's also got somebody who's coming out um, who's going to look at the two pieces of the uh, underside of the ceiling that have fallen out to mm-hmm. look at those and quotas for those, too. So, so yeah. So all kinds of fun stuff going to be going on and around the house. And, you know, um, David's ready and to he wants to get the materials. And I'm like, no, not till we get the equipment. Let's get the equipment, then we get the materials, and uh, I've already been checking up for him, so he is going to be, you know, the premier portable mill around here. There's one guy I found. I found one guy who does portable mill work. He's in Henderson, right? $250 trip charge alone, and then $100 an hour. So he's coming in at $200, you know, just minimum pay but a $50 trip charge so it's like there you go so he's going to be out there working for three hours make 200 bucks he does that a couple of times a day his life is good and it's like and you you know you price yourself right and it's like yeah that's that's the way you go and that's the way the way to do it so he's he's all kinds of excited about it and you know I'm like okay and then uh, Noel who uh, is the um, Tia Mary's uh, husband Mm -hmm. so wants me to do marketing for their their uh their restaurant because they know they can't because their english isn't good enough and i'm like okay i get that and then on top of that i have a friend (laughs) another friend (laughs) who's reached out to me who wants me to do some marketing for him um on his business but i don't know that i can because it's an accounting business and he wants me to start tomorrow for a seven-day campaign when i'm like it generally takes me like three days just to set up a campaign Mm -hmm. Um, for a one week because next week is, you know, tax tax time. And so he specializes in like just that couple of days after when you have to file your taxes. Mm-hmm. But remember, only if you owe money. If you don't owe money, you don't file have to file taxes. That's the way it works. And taxes are voluntary for filing. So, you know, it's just that's that's the way it is. And so it's like, but, you know, it it is what it is. Um, but I got a lot of offers and requests and I've got a meat company that isn't our local happy company that we like. Okay. Um, who's approached me that was somebody who sent us Wagyu and said, hey, we saw your name in here. We got rid of the person that you were going to be working with and decided not to work with because you didn't want to work with the guy. So we would like to talk to you. <laughs> so I have to talk to them next week. And so I'm like, um, okay, this is... Uh, a lot coming in at me all at once, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm proud I'm, of you. Yeah, no, I'm You're just doing so much. I'm doing, and, and I'm working on our website, and Nikki's now working on our website, and um, you're working on our some of our social media stuff, and that's in ramping up on that. We're all ramping up on what we're doing, and our numbers are higher than they've ever been. They're not. We're at that consistent point where our numbers are growing slow and steady, um, which I'm good with mm-hmm. because I want to get the site, but. I've already checked my uh, I already checked my analytics based on when I submit to search engines. Oh, we're going to be so good. We're going to be so uh, like our numbers are going to start bumping. And so I'm excited about that. But that's a lot of work I'm going to have to get done. So, yeah, I am. (laughs) I am definitely I'm ready for this. So and with that, good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. So we are going to I I should have been a little shorter there because we actually have three 
days today, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So today is April uh, Friday, April 14th. And uh, what's what's our first national day for the today? It is National Pecan Day. Oh, heck yes. Each year, National Pecan Day on April 14th celebrates one nut native to the United States. It's also a favorite snack and ingredient across the country. A member of the Hickory family, the pecan is native to central and southern United States. Pecan is an Algonquin Algonquin word, Mm -hmm. meaning a nut requiring a stone to crack. They are an excellent source of copper, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, zinc, and vitamin E. Pecans can help reduce LDL cholesterol and increase HDL cholesterol levels in blood. They are also rich in dietary fiber. Pecans make great snacks on their own, but they also make terrific garnishes for other foods such as desserts, salads, or the main meal. Sweet or savory, pecans can add a little glamour to a dish or be the star of the show. So to observe National Pecan Day, enjoy your favorite pecan recipes. There are so many to choose from. Snack on roasted pecans, or you can make baked goods such Mm -hmm. as pies or cookies. Top your salad with pecans. Learn about pecan production, or plant a pecan tree. So we have... Three, three in okay. in the main lot, and then we have um, we have t- uh, three on the north lot as well. So we have literally six trees worth. Uh, we just need to go ahead and go get the fertilizer. I was thinking about doing that this weekend. Um, there's a fertilizer you get as the leaves are growing. I'm pretty sure we still have some. Okay, I have I have a bunch of fertilizers that I didn't buy. <laughs> okay, sitting in the cabinet in the yeah. Bungalow. We just got to put them down at the base of the trees, and it'll actually. Um, it'll actually help us out. So, it just means we got to make sure that the girls are on top of feeding the squirrels and birds so mm-hmm. that they don't, you know, mistake it for food. So yeah, no, it's uh, pe- pecans and pecans are amazing. Like I love pecans and and yeah, the Algonquins. It's because yeah, they are very hard shells. There's little crackers. Yeah, you know, we got different kinds of uh, crackers for pecans specifically. There's also companies out here who will crack our and shell our pecans for us. The last couple of years though, we just haven't been grabbing them. So I think. We just have to get to that point where we're having the girls, you know, just grab them and like and start harvesting them up. Like I had Tabby. She's been doing the dandelions mm-hmm. right and left. And I'm like, nope, you, you got to do it. You know, it's like that's that's where it is. So, yeah, she's got to go back out there. And also, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that because there's two different kind kinds of dandelion flowers out there that are confusing me. Because yeah, one's like, a cluster and I don't use that one. I'm doing the singles. The ones that are the singles are the ones that I most know and the ones that you most use the, fl- the entire plant for. See, I, I don't know the difference. They've seemed it seems like it's it's just it's confusing because it's there's two different there's two different kinds of flowers out there. Like mm-hmm. they all have the same yellow flowers. But when it comes to the the ones that have all the seeds on it, there's one that's like super thin and it looks like the uh, like it just looks like very fluffy. Mm-hmm. And there's another one that it looks thicker. And it's got, like, you can see all the spindles from the, the bits that, you know, fly around. And it's weird <laughs> because I don't know the difference between the two of them. If they're coming from the same plant, if it's just different times of year, different warm levels outside. No, like, there's a know. couple of different plants, and I've been very specific on which ones I've been telling her to get. So I've been watching them, and she knows exactly which puffs to get and everything else. Because one of them has a lot, it's a, a more dense, smaller puff. And the other one has a much bigger, looser puff. So she knows exactly which ones to get. So, yeah, I've been going with her on that one. But pecans <laughs> that said you know the, the great thing is a lot of people just think of pecans and they think of a couple of things right they think of pecan pie mm-hmm. or they think about them in like a nut mix and that's usually the mo- the limit to what most people have had for pecans 
there's actually a huge benefit for pecans, and that's for a lot of people who don't like walnuts. There are people who don't like walnuts. They don't like walnut oil. They don't like, you know, um, anything related to walnuts. Like, they love peanut butter. They don't like walnut uh, butter. But pecans, you can do basically everything that you can do with walnuts. You can do pecan chicken. You can do, um, but pecan oil specifically, and pecans, when I say this, um, they help actually reduce your, your bad cholesterol levels, which lowers your blood pressure. Mm. And so in that, because um, they have, you know, 90% of their, their fatty acids are unsaturated. Also, as, as you talked about recently, when we've been finding out that a lot of olive oil are not all, yeah, a lot of olive oil and avocado oil haven't been avocado oil and mm-hmm. you know and olive oil well pecan oil has a really good smoke point which is a it's 470 degrees so at 470 degrees is its smoke point that is high enough to fry french fries in okay i did not know that huh i did not know yeah that. so so you well you you generally fry french fries at you know 350 to 450 depending on the fries that you're doing and what uh what you're premises like if you're doing single fry double fry Mm -hmm. double fry is what they use at like mcdonald's and those where you get the soft inside french fry and the crispier outside french fry so but pecan oil allows you to do that it has a little bit of a nuttier taste obviously Mm -hmm. um but it means that it also has uses for salad dressings and things like that so you know having over 90 percent of your fat your fatty acids being unsaturated with a 50% monounsaturated and a 40% polyunsaturated meaning single unsaturated and, and multi unsaturated fats mm-hmm. and in a, a high smoke point it, it literally tells me that we should grab every pecan that we have because we, we're talking about sunflowers for sunflower oil but pecans also have you know the ability to be food grade so putting them into a salad dressing putting them into a sauce using them as a saute adds an, an different flavor for sure and it's like and it's hard to get a hold of because it's expensive if you don't have your own pecans Mm -hmm. we have our own pecans (laughs) and extracting the oil from nuts is not that hard it is literally you see it when you grab peanuts right Uh you you blend up the peanuts to make peanut butter and then what happens over time it settles and all the oil (laughs) rises to the and that's exactly what pecans do and pecan butter is great it has 50 percent less um saturated fat than olive oil it has a higher smoke point. It's because it would be us. It wouldn't be us getting fake oils, mm-hmm. you know, which are just scary to think about. Like how yeah. if they're willing to fake the oil, they're willing to fake the quality of that oil as well. So, you know, it's absolutely crazy. And then there's the all the little weird things that I, I sat and I laughed um, and I read and I was like thought was interesting because there are people and I had to look it up online and people who say, oh, pecan oil makes your hair grow and does the, you know, it literally remember we talked about snake oil salesman yesterday. Uh-huh. Yep. Same thing. Pecan oil. Oh, my gosh. It does all. Oh, it's so healthy. It's so amazing. It's so this and that. And no, it doesn't help your hair grow. But what it actually has been shown to do from the Mayo Clinic is kind of impressive that the components in the oil work together. To protect hair from falling out and breaking. Hmm. So, you know, that is, so it's not actually giving you new hair growth. What it's doing is it's stopping your current hair from dropping out. 
So okay. did you know any of this stuff about pecans or, pecan, <laughs> no. you know, so, yeah. So pecans are actually a nut worth looking at. It's kind of crazy not to look at them. I could say it's kind of nuts not to look at them, but dad joke of the day. So, yeah, let let, let me know. Uh, let me, did you know any of this stuff? If you didn't, you know, or if you have something that you swear by with pecans or or anything else, you know, let us know. Definitely. So. And for Friday, April 14th, what is our second? National Day. It is National Day of Silence. So, I have participated in this. So I know what this is. Um, okay. So, National Day of Silence in April each year is a student-led movement to protest bullying and harassment of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender students and those who support them. The Day of Silence brings awareness and illustrates to the schools and the colleges how intimidation, name-calling, and general bullying have a silencing effect. Participating students take a day-long vow of silence. Bullying and harassment come in several forms. Whether it comes in a physical or verbal form, both are harmful and leave lasting damage. Bullies also harass by damaging property, manipulation, or intimidation. No matter the form, the effects on the individual and surrounding community can be destructive. So to observe National Day of Silence, organize an event, promote programs that eliminate bullying and open up dialogue, take a vow of silence to demonstrate how bullying silences the victim, make your school's a, a supportive and encouraging environment for learning. So I I participated in this in school. Um, okay. I didn't know about it freshman year, uh, but I, after seeing other people do it and realizing that that's what it was, um, I participated in it. I remember specifically, like this says just because it silences the victim. Um, it was more at least for my school and all of you know the people that that I knew that participated in it, it was mm-hmm. more for all of the people that have lost their lives for being bullied for being a part of the LGBT community so we would take a day of silence to honor them we announced it on our morning bulletin and everything and you like no teacher could force you to do anything or speak or answer questions or anything like that throughout that entire day and it was literally just it, it was a it was a the most respectful thing <laughs> that I feel like the community has ever had <laughs> for doing like you know being able to actually recognize something without it being a loud crazy violent protest so i still think that this is an amazing way to you know represent people that are going through things like Mm -hmm. that because it still does happen and i've witnessed it happen i've watched it happen it doesn't happen as anywhere near as much as it used to which is why i feel like it was more for the people that have lost their lives whether it was suicide or being killed in anything you know related to that you know, we've uh, talked about the biggest ones, the the club that had, it was the gay club that got, you know, had a, a shooter at it and mm-hmm. all of that. You know, that was that was mostly what we were doing it for. But, no, I, I think it's a great day for being able to peacefully, without any, you know, outside damage or any kind of craziness, be able to recognize something that has happened, does still happen, mm-hmm. and, you know, not cause more violence because i feel like that's the hardest thing about now is that everybody everybody is so loud and the day of silence helps like it it just helps reset people it it it, to me it means a lot more when people are silent about a matter in order to protest it instead of screaming about it because it just silence speaks more words to me (laughs) so i i personally think that this day is extremely important yeah and you know 
I, I can appreciate it. I, de- I definitely can as somebody who grew up before the letters were there mm-hmm. and knows how it used to be. And I, I still I also understand the other side of it where people are feeling unempathetic right now because they're getting screamed at in their face the other 364 days for for what the most part society has supported you know and that's 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 kind of where where it where it is and yeah i I think it's it's a good day to have but i think the other side is silence does a lot you know i i have walked into um and and i've said this before i've you know i've been volunteers for many many different things and uh, sierra boys ranch was one of those and those boys were a lot of people were like oh yeah they're they're crazy they're out of control and everything else um, and walked into the little church thing that they have because they all had to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked in there and they were all just jabber jawing and yelling and screaming and everything else. And their teacher, I, I don't know if she was a teacher or counselor or whatever she was. She couldn't get their attention. And, and I just told her to go sit down. I stuck my hands in my pockets. I was wearing my three piece suit at the time. I stuck my hands in my pockets and I just put on my sunglasses and I just stood there. And one by one, the room fell silent. You know, and it was like then everybody was the last couple of people were like, shh, shh, shh. And it was silence does a lot. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, we just have to overcome the silence, but we also have to bring on the knowledge behind it so that people understand. It's like, yeah, we support you, but we don't support you in condemning everybody else type situation because it's kind of on the other foot is what it feels like, you know? So it's, it's just, it's an interesting situation altogether. So, okay. With that, we have our third national day today. Mm -hmm. So what is our third national day? It is national gardening day. Oh, Hey, so April four Friday, April 14th is national gardening day. Mm-hmm. That seems fitting because what are you going to be doing all weekend? Gardening, hopefully. <laughs> so National Gardening Day on April 14th encourages gardeners and would-be gardeners to pick up a shovel, plant some seeds, and kick off a beautiful year of homegrown bounty. Whether you want to grow vegetables, fruit, flowers, houseplants, or anything in between, National Gardening Day celebrates a satisfying pastime that you will enjoy for decades. Growing your own food also provides fresh and natural nourishment for your family and saves you time and money at the grocery store. As many gardeners know, the benefits of gardening come from more than the produce. Spending time in the garden also provides physical activity and an opportunity to join with nature. The day is a call to action to get out and grow flower or vegetable gardens. No matter how you garden, plant in the ground, in containers, in straw bales, or in a square foot gardening box, just garden. So to observe National Gardening Day, there are many ways that you can celebrate, including... Find the right book, guide, or resource uh, for your needs. Um, You can always call your county extension service or go to your local bookstore or library. Look for a community garden in your area. Organize a seed and perennial plant swap with neighbors and friends. Join a garden club. There isn't one near? Then start one. Visit your local nursery or garden center. You will be amazed and excited by all the beautiful options. Um, And while you're gardening, be sure to share your experience with others on social media. Yeah, maybe you should think about starting a garden. This gardening thing sounds interesting. I, I want to know more. What gardening? So it's is. <laughs> I would encourage everybody. Uh-huh. You know, seriously. I mean, just 
Yeah, the world is a much different place since you started gardening. Yeah. It's, it's very obvious. It's Things have definitely changed. My mindset and my the, the way that I look at food at the store and... Uh, I mean, we talk about it all the time that, you know, I just... My entire diet is so different. And mm-hmm. this even doing the garden has changed it even more so. Because, I mean, we're at a point right now where we can be having salad with every single meal of the day. And still probably not run out of lettuce for the next, mm-hmm. you know, week because I have so much of it. And so it's like that's, you know, about to be the only thing the girls are taking for lunch because, yeah, no, we there's just there's so much. And preserving that food is the is like the next step because it's one thing to have a garden and, you know, eat that food when it's fresh. But like we're going to have so much celery all at once and we're probably going to end up making a bunch of broth mm-hmm. and soups and stuff because it's going to be so much, so much celery at once same thing with spinach i had all that spinach and we you know ended up utilizing all of it last year in one meal and then we didn't finish it but it's the difference this year is that now i have a compost pile so anything we don't finish also Mm -hmm. has a you know next benefit to it it's not end of the line if it goes bad in the fridge which is you know another step (laughs) it's just there's so much to gardening that people don't realize and it's obvious because, I mean, we have a perfect example of it with the, the garden club at the school right mm-hmm. now. They just, they don't know. And it's, I feel like that's either, like, it's it's always a, a half and half with people that are, you know, interested in gardening. They either never start because they're scared they're going to fail. There's just so many things to it. Mm-hmm. Or they get, you know, dive headfirst into it knowing absolutely nothing and end up doing a lot more failing than if they would have stepped back and, you know, actually tried to read up on some things. And I think it... it it's more than just putting a seed in the ground. It's more than just putting a seed in a tray and then transplanting that seed. It's actually spending the time to care for those things. It's, you know, it's a living thing. You can't just leave it there mm-hmm. and hope that it grows. I mean, you can, but you'll have less success. Um, but it, it's just, it's, there's a lot to it and it does help. And there's actually scientific studies that say that the smell of dirt, mm-hmm. like when you're around good soil, it actually lifts your mood. Because <laughs> it it sends off things in your brain and da da da. I'm not gonna like figure out what all that is right now, but uh, no, s- smelling soil does help with your mood, mm-hmm. and you know obviously sunshine and getting that vitamin D helps too, and then you know you get that plus of yeah you have fresh food that you're not getting from the grocery store, and you'll never realize how bad grocery store produce tastes until you have your own homegrown food. And I mean literally your own, because there's half of it being like, oh man, it's fresher, and I know where it's coming from, and I know that mm-hmm. there's no chemicals in it and everything. And there's also the satisfactory side of it, knowing that you grew it. I will never, ever, yeah. ever be able to have a salad from the store again and think that it's good, because just the absolute satisfaction that I have being able to, even ju- when it's just lettuce, it's still so much better. Mm-hmm. When it's lettuce and spinach, amazing. When it's lettuce, spinach, uh, sugar snap peas, and kale. you know kale, and you know Swiss chard, which we've recently discovered that we all very much like it in salad. <laughs> like all of that, making this amazing garden salad, mm-hmm. and we're now just eagerly waiting for all of the tomatoes to come in because that's the last step from homegrown that's not in the salads yet. But it's just like all of that, and we still have so much more. Like you know, as soon as the sunflowers um, get my first heads of sunflowers, I'll be able to add sunflower seeds to it. We'll have a snack that the girls can take because sunflower seeds, making them mm-hmm. yourself is not hard, and then you can make them any flavor you want. And it's just so much that you know you don't have to do a whole lot if you don't want to. Right. Tomatoes are more care. You don't have to grow tomatoes. 
but I'll tell you that there's never going to be a point in time where you're going to have a tomato from the store and think of the same of it after especially you have anymore. a tomato. It, especially anymore. Yeah. Even the heirlooms, and just, just to let you guys know, is again, as a former trucker, um, you know, the heirloom tomatoes that you get, um, they've been sitting around. If they, oh, they're so soft and ripe. No, they've just been sitting around longer. They oh. travel longer. And go I ahead. learned something about tomatoes at the store. Yeah, go ahead. They, the tomatoes, at, there's a big reason why tomatoes at the store will never taste as good. Mm-hmm. When you get tomatoes at the store and they're nice and beautiful and red, they are not nice and beautiful and red because they were picked off the vine when they were red and nope. they were ripening and everything. They pick green tomatoes off tomato plants and pump them full. Is it, is it carbon, carbon monoxide? Carbon monoxide mm-hmm. to make them turn red. That doesn't mean that they're getting ripe. That just means that they're turning red, yep. and then they put them in the store. It also preserves that red, and so they don't go bad as quickly. Mm-hmm. It is disgusting finding something like that out and knowing that, you know, when you, even when you see all vine-ripened tomatoes, that does not mean that they sat on that, you know, in on the plant the entire time. That means mm-hmm. that they cut the vine off and still do the same thing. Yeah, I, I want to help you out with just a little bit of logic that when I say this, most people are going to be like, Oh, yeah, that's true. So you get tomatoes and you see them and they come on a vine Mm -hmm. and all of those tomatoes are red. But any gardener (laughs) will tell you that on any given vine, no two, three, much less six, eight tomatoes are all red and all ripe at the same same time. time. Absolutely not. So when that's the case and you taste it and it's like, oh, yeah, it smells much better. You're not smelling the tomato. Nope. You're smelling the vine. And so when you tell people that, they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, you're smelling the vine. That's why you know, people smell, oh, these tomatoes smell so good. No, it's the vine that smells good. If you doubt that, go go grow a tomato or go to Lowe's. Go to Lowe's right now. They have tomato plants out there. Go grab one of the leaves, rub it in your hands and smell it. And guess what? That's what you're smelling when you think you're smelling ripened tomatoes. Genius evil a-hole marketers telling you why you don't need to garden you know but no do it 100 100 percent. there's literally nothing like i i keep seeing people post the sound on on uh instagram reels and it's literally uh there's there's not a whole lot in your life that can't be solved by gardening mm-hmm and, but, you know, there's not really a whole lot that you can make worse by gardening. Yeah. <laughs> you can't solve every single problem with it, but you can't make it worse by doing it. So, yeah, I literally, I, I feel like if you live by that, then, you know, even if you take it one step at a time, if you grow corn one year and think, oh, man, you know, that went really well, and then add a crop the next year and mm-hmm. slowly build yourself up, just do something. Garden. It's a lot easier than people make it out to be if you just follow the steps that's all it takes but anyways (laughs) with that don't forget to hit that follow button or whatever you're listening from like our podcast page on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter you can find all of that in our link tree in the description and don't forget to visit our website which would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com and we are working heavy on it nikki is now uh cranking away on it as well so uh we'll have more and more content here as as we keep going along day by day so peace out with your peace out bye